I think umbrellas are fake news. Welcome back to another episode of Booted Sisters. I'm Sarah, and I'll be joined by my sister, Rachel. And today we have another guest joining us as well. Um, So we will introduce her in the recording. But Rachel's friend, Erin, who is also living in Italy with her and has become her travel companion, will be joining us for this episode. And they will both tell us about their New Year's experience. So they traveled together for New Year's. This will really dive into their trip together. And it's a very fun one. Um, We like to think of this podcast as people eavesdropping on our weekly phone calls um and i would say that this is maybe the most eavesdrop vibe that we've had (laughs) even i felt like i was eavesdropping for a chunk of this i hope that sounds as positive as it feels for me but this is a really fun one uh we learn a lot about a place that i had never really heard of so um i hope you all enjoy stay tuned for a treat at the end too we get a little bit meta with the time frame as far as when we're recording versus when we're talking about and we have a little treat at the very end where we chat about something that has been a long-awaited update from Rachel so I'm just gonna leave that there and let you all enjoy uh what that has to offer so as always we reference lots of things in this episode that we will post photos of on our Instagram um and yeah feel free to check that out and look as you listen so enjoy the episode hello hello how's How's it going going? (laughs) always um okay so I'll probably talk about this in the intro but today we have Rachel myself as normal and then we have another guest today as well Rachel do you want to introduce our guest yeah, my my friend from my office, Erin, um, she has been my travel companion since I moved to Italy, um, and she's going to talk with us about what we did for New Year's. Yeah, hi everybody, I'm Erin, I'm originally from New Orleans, and uh, I like traveling with Rachel, she's a good travel buddy. <laughs> so Erin is your friend that went to London with you for Christmas as well, right? Yes. Right, right. Okay, so... Everyone will be familiar with her vaguely from last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Vaguely, yes. (laughs) Lots of friends mentioned in the last episode, though. So I guess um, this is the travel friend. (laughs) Cool. Okay, Uh, so friends with all of our friends now. She she knows the mutual friend from London. Oh yeah, all the friends that were mentioned in the episode. Yeah. Any (laughs) thoughts? We can cut it out. You can say whatever you want. (laughs) The beep. Oh my God. I haven't commented on it yet, but the beep is so wonderfully dramatic. Like, oh, in the, like, um, my friend beep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When we recorded with Sam, like she just kept name dropping people. And then I was like, well, do you want your friends' names in there? Like we've tried to just keep it that we only name drop specific people. Like direct family basically and like anyone we know for a fact have confirmed we're okay with name dropping and she was just like name drop name drop name drop and I was like Sam I can bleep around this I guess and she was like no keep it and then she texted me and she was like no bleep them I want the drama (laughs) um yeah hopefully it's not too annoying but I think it's like obvious that it's a name and not like a curse word no I mean I love it (laughs) Erin have you listened to any of the podcast 
Not yet. Uh, I need to, I do follow you on Instagram though. So I see like these pictures and I'm like, Oh, fun. I have no idea what the context is, but like, (laughs) that's my hope with the, like the posts for the episodes is that the people who aren't listening see those. And they're just like a little intrigued at least like, why did they post a picture of underwear? I'd like to know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I, I really, I love baking. So like seeing the baking stuff, I'm just like, Oh, cool. great to see you like on my feet like it's all fun. <laughs> um you should definitely listen to episode five yeah because that's where we talk about the driving experience oh lord yeah <laughs> that's something yeah um for all the listeners out there Aaron is the legendary <laughs> friend <laughs> who Dang safely man. got us out of the pedestrian that was a wild place. time that was honestly that was oh, my, what a day it's one of the most chaotic moments of my life <laughs> <laughs> so chaotic the it only was way chaotic even just a mountain it. of cheese <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're probably a fan favorite at this point because you got Rachel out of that situation. So. <laughs> no pressure, yeah, but so many times that I was not the one driving. <laughs> hey, I'm here for you. That's what I, that's what uh, but yeah, Aaron, Aaron taught me how to drive manual. Um, and every time I would gear shift because there was like, you know, like a three, three week period where every time I drove, Aaron was with me. And she's a very good learner, by the way. She picks it up quickly, probably more than she let on. But, oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Um, but now you know, we, we, we've both moved into our places and so we, we commute separately. Um, but every time I'm in my car alone, gear shifting, I hear Aaron's voice go nice. (laughs) (laughs) Positive reinforcement is powerful. It works. All right. Um, but yeah, so this episode, we're talking about our new year's trip, but Mm. how was your week? Um, well, we haven't recorded in a really long time. So I feel like instead of just talking about my week, I could probably talk about my New Year's as well. Cause I, that's true. I guess you had one as well. Yeah, I did. (laughs) You know, I'm not in Europe, so nothing's a special, but (laughs) I was on the East coast. There's not too, too much to talk about. I think I had said like in our last episode, we recorded post Christmas. So I was already like in Virginia for visiting family and stuff. And Um, after that, between then and now, basically I got to see a lot of friends, which was really fun. So I went to like DC for, uh, new year's and got to go to a friend's house party, which was so nice. It was honestly an efficient way to see a lot of friends at once. Um, and it was just really fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. It did feel really exciting. I haven't had, I haven't had a new year's like that in a long time. Cause last year was supposed to be kind of like that. And then everyone had COVID in all directions. Like everyone I knew was canceling plans for their own reasons. And so I ended up just at mom and dad's house for new year's. Um, and then had a COVID scare like the next day. So even after being (laughs) like sitting around alone, I was still (laughs) in a situation of getting COVID scares. So anyway, this year was just much better than that. Way less scares. I think a lot of people did have scares all around, but, um, at least I, my, friends in our family, everyone like closely connected to me was able to dodge everything. So it was just really fun. I got to, um, I stayed with my old roommates from before moving away and got to do just a lot of like walking. I used to do a lot of long walks when I lived there during the pandemic. So we did some like long walks together, like each morning while I was staying there, we would go on a different walk, which was just like really fun. Um, Yeah. So it was very fun, pretty low key in that regard. And then went back to mom and dad's for like another week. And it was Sam's birthday, which was when our episode was released with Sam. That was like her birthday week. And I baked her. Did you see the cake I baked her? 
for her birthday. That cake was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was so cute. So that was probably my favorite one I've done yet. That was a Olivia Rodrigo sour themed cake. Um, <laughs> definitely far from perfection, but it was great. Um, the the birthday party that they threw was like drama themed. Oh, <laughs> like gossip. That's true. That's yeah. totally worth explaining here because Sam did self-proclaim herself as like loving dr- gossip and drama and eavesdropping. So yeah, she like, she literally had all her friends, like, it was just like, come with your drama. We're going to drink Dr. Pepper and talk about yeah. drama. And they were all just kind of like chilling, hanging out, whatever. Like I was still like even finishing up my work day and just kind of around the house while it was happening. And then I left the house for a bit and then I came back and they were like going in order. She had had them all write down like bullet points on like index cards. And then I'd be like, okay, this person, your turn now. Tell us what this means. Um, so yeah, that was, that sounded really fun. I might steal Um, that. That's so funny. Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) (laughs) it really was. It does remind me too of, um, this was a more pointed version, but in college, one of my friends or like a pair of friends that I had, they were roommates too. They were like best friends hanging out all the time. And then throughout their days, whenever they were in their own classes and doing their own thing throughout the day, they would take little notes. They had like a shared iPhone note and they would put bullet points. Oh and God. then when they saw each other, like at lunch or at the end of the day or whatever, they would pull up their agenda and explain the things that they had I put down. love that. So it's just I like know. a random line. You have no context. Yes. And then you have well, to wait yeah. face to face. Yes. Oh my God. And so that idea, I just like, I loved it so much. I stole it for like a few different threads of my life. I haven't done it in a while and I'm talking myself back into doing it, but, um, I stole it because <laughs> I had like, I had a running do- note for like a phone call agenda with, um, at least one of my friends at one point where it would be like that. And then the one that lasted the longest was, um, I had a carpool agenda shared note Ooh. with my friend that I used to carpool with my oh, like, yeah. first year out of college. Cause we would drive like, you know, DC area commute, pretty miserable. We would drive together and we just had all this time talking in the car. And, um, and so we had it. a carpool <laughs> agenda where we would like fill that. So then in the next morning, like when we would get in the car together in the next morning, um, whichever one of us wasn't driving would like pull up the agenda and be like, what does, you know, Lauren terrible date mean? Like, you know, (laughs) tell me the details of that, that kind of thing. So it was just like gossip usually, but, or sometimes it would be like other stories we forgot to tell each other, but yeah. Anyway, uh, that is a free idea for you all. I'll go ahead and credit Tracy for that. And I'll bleep her name if she doesn't want to begin, but, um, (laughs) completely unrelated but related um I was just telling Aaron about the share um ABBA cover album <laughs> that she hadn't heard of yet, oh my so. god yeah that is related because that was in my carpool it was either we were talking through the agenda or listening to that album or both <laughs> I guess both usually I just remember you saying you're you're sometimes carpool buddy like popping in on one ride and and, and you and your carpool friend singing <laughs> Chiquitita and, he, and he's like am I supposed to know this song? this it, it's even worse than that because it wasn't it wasn't a sometimes carpool buddy it was a one-time deal he has never been in the car with us before we we picked him up because he had to drop off his car and we were like driving by where he was going to be and we were going yeah. into work anyway obviously and so we picked him up and he just like we just immediately are basically ignoring him singing along to this song and then he was just in the back seat for like a full minute like what did I just get <laughs> what's going on no it's like word. yeah and it was probably like 8 30 a.m like we're just like <laughs> full of energy singing that song 
Um, so the cake is probably already on your breadstagram. Can we link it to the- I don't think I had, a, I'll, I'll post it in the like okay. same okay. post we were talking about. Yeah. Anyway, um, Jack's idea was not the whole cake. Jack's idea was the sour 18. Cause I was like, I was just going to say Sam's 18th or something, um, sure. for the words on the cake. And he was like, oh, how about instead of sweet 16, you do sour 18 because it's awful sour. So that's what I'm crediting Jack uh, for. Yeah. Well, cool. I'm glad um, you got to reunite with some old friends in DC um, and have a normal-ish New Year's um, and then still have have some fun at home before coming back. Now you're you're settled back in Denver. I am. Yes. Some more snow complaining and stuff like that to come. The ice rink has begun. <laughs> it's immediately hard to get to my car. So um, I heard tell that you have ski plans in the works. Oh, I do. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Cause I have not skied <laughs> since like, I don't know how old I was when we used to ski, uh, yeah. like one winter or whatever, but <laughs> when we were kids, but, uh, yeah, I think two weekends from now. So any tips, uh, I'm ready to take, I'm not going to do a lesson or anything dramatic that. because it's only one day. <laughs> I've heard pizza, French fries. like the way. Oh yeah. Pizza, French fries. Yeah. That's the oh. only thing I know. So <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was surprised by how our like two or three seasons uh, in elementary school, like really did lay enough of foundation that I like wasn't afraid I was going to die. Like confidence is key. Yeah. <laughs> but also go your own pace. Like, n- you know, don't apologize to anybody for like just being where you're comfortable and staying there. Yeah. Everyone I'm going with, um, mostly already skiers, but they know what they've signed up for by going with me. So I'm not too worried about like (laughs) feeling bad. It should be interesting. Some of them have taken, they all have more experience than me. One of my good friends has like recently taken some ski lessons that she seemed very excited to share her knowledge. So I think instead of paying a bunch of money and wasting all my time in a ski lesson, I think I'm just going to have her help me out at the beginning and then get the most out of the day. And then if I decide I want to try again in the future, then we'll see. But I'm planning on it just being the one time this, uh, this year I did just yesterday, I was at a coffee shop, um, just like reading and trying to get out of the house kind of deal. And I ended up in this like room where there was like a couple other parties in that room, but mostly it was this group of four college girls. And it was like, they were very clearly like college freshmen. They were like talking about their hall. So I actually meant to uh, text Sam about this because she would have wanted to hear all of the stuff that I eavesdropped, but it was kind of funny because I heard them talking about making ski plans and it was just like wild to think of a, well, I mean, I went to a college where I could have skied during college, but it was definitely not the same thing as going to college in Colorado. Um, and it was just wild because I would hear them talking about their, like, you know, expensive books or like going and buying fast food and like things that like financially made me think of being in college and how like, you know, for most of us, you just kind of have dollars here and there, but every penny kind of matters. Like they were like really debating whether to go get fast food after that kind of deal. Um, but then hearing them talking about like ski rentals and getting out there and all their plans. Like I was just (laughs) like, how it's not adding up. but I'm very happy for them to be clear. It was like, honestly, a very pleasant eavesdropping. They all seemed kind of cool. (laughs) (laughs) Would hang. Got it. (laughs) Yeah, really would. But anyway, yeah. So hopefully I'll have some updates on that in like a couple episodes, I guess, because it's not for a few weeks. So stay tuned for that. I, well, that was like your one Colorado holdout that you didn't care about. So I was just surprised to hear that. uh... (laughs) Well, (laughs) I have been holding out and I plan to continue to hold out you know, on the macro scale, (laughs) but 
I also have been like, I might as well try it. Well, it, it feels a little silly that people spend so much money to travel out here to ski. And I'm like, not even willing to try it once. Like I'll try it once. I'm yes. just very twice. hopeful. That is my rule. <laughs> just it. the first time could be a fluke. So you got to try everything twice. It doesn't apply to like heroin mm. and stuff. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that's fair. I'll let you guys know how one goes and then maybe you can talk about it in a second, but talking about skiing, not heroin. Anyway. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I yeah. Okay. So yeah, I will, I, I honestly just hope to not like, I'd be happy to not love it because I feel like I already, I don't understand how everyone has time to do, to be like all in and on summer and winter Colorado. Like there's so much <laughs> and I don't understand how people do it all. And they spend so much time in traffic and they spend so much money. And so I hope to continue to be able to just kind of take winters easy and I can just sit around while everybody yeah. else is skiing. That's totally fine. Anyway, so. If I like it, that will honestly be kind of a bummer. <laughs> I hope you hate it. That's a funny take. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about avoiding the traffic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the way people talk about it, I will say like, I know so many people who ski, obviously more than I ever have known at one point in my life, but the way they talk about it when I'm not like trying to be talked into skiing, at least I'm like, <laughs> you know, you're not making this sound appealing. Like, <laughs> it sounds pretty bad. The only thing that sounds really great to me besides like, if I find it fun, obviously just the skiing itself probably is great when you find it fun. But, um, one of my friends always has stories of people that she like meets on, uh, on like the ski lift. She's always like talking about wacky stories and the way people talk. So that sounds kind of fun. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been skiing the pat. Yeah, the last time I skied in a Eng predominantly English speaking country was, you know, elementary school. So like I don't have as many random lift stories because it's usually <laughs> just like a lot of gesticulating and laughing for the fun of it, but not really like communicating because you don't speak gotcha. the same language. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of wild. Yeah. Well, when you move back to the US eventually, I'm sure that since I'll be in Colorado and you're such a ski head that you'll probably end up coming out <laughs> here. So we'll see. I, well, my original plan was to get in on the like ski weekends and just go hang in Airbnbs while people are skiing. Uh, but it turns out most yeah, people yeah. don't actually do that because you spend like a trillion dollars on an Airbnb if you're trying to do that. So people just do like, they leave at like 4am and come back at like 6pm. Yeah. So that. I'm like, okay, then the only part that sounded really appealing, like the cozy cabin thing, isn't even how you guys are doing this. It's so not well. even what people do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, cool. cool. Anything so. from your, your life? No, I don't think so. Uh, now that I'm back in Colorado, we'll have a little bit of a, more of your scheduled programming in the next few episodes, I'm yeah. sure. But <laughs> yeah, we can yeah. go ahead and get into your New Year's. Uh, I know it was honestly a couple of weeks ago at this point, so hopefully you remember yeah. it pretty well. But you want to tell everybody, just kind of start by saying where you went and maybe yeah. why you chose it slash just like a general, <laughs> like how it went. Yeah. There, there are a few different websites for this, but basically we went and found like cheap flights. Um, and for whatever reason between Napoli, um, there's a direct flight to Nantes, France, which I had never heard of before. I had, um, just because, you know, throughout school, I'd just been you study like random parts of France and Canada and like any French speaking African country, just because, you know they try and like integrate that kind of stuff like cultural stuff into your lessons and stuff so i'd heard of it and then there's also a really good song called Nantes by beirut but not important. <laughs> very important <laughs> and jules Verne's from there and i really like him um so yeah yeah it was direct and that was like one of the big 
like selling yeah. points to us <laughs> because the connections on a budget airline you're like is this gonna leave on time right. like you know like is it <laughs> yeah. gonna get off on time so yeah, we're definitely. like that's important um then order price low to highest and and then Rachel you've never been to France before but Erin you Please. have been to France and have some experience with French uh yeah so I when I was like in fifth grade I stayed in Emia which is two hours north of Paris it was like two three weeks stayed with like a host family um and then I've I've you know learned French for most of my life and majored in it so I love France and I was really excited to go. And I think Rachel was a little hesitant about the language thing. About yes. Just like going to like, cause Nantes is it's, it's touristy, but kind of like a local tourism, I believe. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There wasn't a ton of English speaking. So I was like very happy to be able to practice and also help us get around. Yeah. And I was <laughs> happy bit. to give her that opportunity to yeah. practice. <laughs> you love to give people the opportunity to lead a trip. Yeah. <laughs> um no it's great you you really did all the speaking um it was fun I loved it <laughs> yeah and it was I don't know I I don't always had this this impression that like French people were very rude but they were it's because of Paris dude like, <laughs> yeah. it, no it is I mean it's like it's like one of the most touristy cities in the entire world like I think they really just get tired of it and so and also there's the whole rumor that they it's not even rumor it's just like stereotype but it's true that they're rude to tourists so they're probably just like well that's what you expect so yeah. here it is <laughs> you know what I mean yeah I guess yeah. it's not like New York City right like right yeah, like everyone yeah. yeah yeah but like it's not like the northeast people are just like all mean right yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like but yeah you go to New York people are like I don't have time for you get out of my way sure <laughs> yeah you know what yeah. I mean yeah. yeah so yeah I thought I thought most people were oh, I'm trying to think of like a time where people were like mean like no, yeah. not was like it was very very friendly. Yeah. Um not su- yeah, not super English friendly like I said, but just Yeah. And maybe part of that was because we didn't have to like maybe if I had right. been with another English speaker um you could have gone around easily, yeah. but yeah, it just would have been a little bit different yeah. experience probably. But it was it was nice we that we kind of just bypassed that whole part of it. True. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we we got there on the 30th. 30th. Yeah, the morning of the 30th tiny little airport like yeah super super small um got a taxi and a train into town yep uh and then it was raining it's like always raining in Nantes they say it rains 10 days out of the seven days of the week so yeah. <laughs> um it's like if you're like okay so if you think of where Paris is in the country it's like southwest of that also about like two hours by like train yeah. car um so it's not exactly right on the Atlantic um, it's actually probably like 10 kilometers in. I Wait. just said kilometers like I'm a European, but I am not, <laughs> and that's fake. <laughs> uh, so, okay, it's a few miles in from the actual coast, but it's yeah. on a river. So it's got a very like maritime trade history kind of thing. And yeah, we went to the Musée des Beaux-Arts, which is just like a fine art museum. Mm-hmm. Um, which had a lot of really recognizable European artists like um, they always Chagall. Do. Oh, yeah, there's a couple Monets and a Picasso, Picasso and like, yeah, know, some really Kandinsky, beautiful statues. Yeah, it was, oh, it was, it was a really great. good collection. Yeah, um, a lot and, of religious stuff too. Yes, like portraits. the whole first yeah. floor. Yeah, yeah, um, was like 18th, 17th century religious mm-hmm. European art, and it was like this beautiful old building. Right. Uh, yeah. Also, all of the, I don't know if you're like I think we, maybe we talked about it, but all the religious art was all stolen from Italy like everywhere yeah, like, yeah. you know this little placard that like describes it like every single thing was just like 
we found this in Sicily. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, well, we just went there, but like, good for you guys. <laughs> Sound, um, yes. No, yeah. <laughs> great art museum and I think one of the things even just like walking up to the museum like just the vibe of the city I had never been to France but the vibe of the city was distinctly French like the architecture <laughs> yeah like the way the apartments it was um kind of uniformly built buildings mm-hmm. that were all the same height oh, same number of floors and everything and the balconies were all very French and yeah to me the closest thing I can relate it to was New Orleans sure fair enough yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just funny how immediately getting off the, um, Metro and like walking around, like it was just like, oh, I'm in France. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that feeling, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so we started at like the first place we went to was the art museum. And then we walked, um, to our Airbnb, which was like super central. Um, yeah, that was sick. That was amazing location. Yeah. Um, and. And Jules Verne Museum. Yes, and we went from there to the Jules Verne Museum, which was like small, but again, an- another really yeah. cool building, like right on. So, so it was very clearly like a converted house. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like narrow. Uh, honestly, not like that much stuff in there, but it was, you know, they had like his like tea set and a bunch of manuscripts and like some animated things of you know his dreams and stuff. And yeah, <laughs> it was cool. Like I'm, I, I love Jules Verne, so like I, I thought it was great, and it also like helps you be like, oh, like he has this whole thing about voyaging and especially like nautical voyages and you're like oh that's because he lived on this river and always like dreamed of going to sea and like I don't know I yeah. love that kind of stuff like I yeah. love the context of people's lives like yeah going into their work <laughs> and everything so I was like nerding out about that <laughs> he yeah he spent his childhood in Nantes which mm-hmm. is a river city um and was like a like a shipping point mm-hmm. for yeah for big Brittany big yeah. yeah um and I will say as a museum file like yeah I will say both the art museum and the Jules Verne museum were very different experience for me because there weren't as many English translations as sorry I've about seen. that yeah no 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I Your mean, for the art museum, it really didn't, didn't matter as that's much. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that's but really I still funny, got actually. <laughs> yeah, um, because in England it wasn't an issue, clearly. <laughs> uh, Surprise! Yeah, <laughs> and I think when we went um, to the archaeological museum in Napoli, there was yeah. a good amount of English. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um. So there was there was not. Like there were some of the rooms would have like summaries of the room mm. with some mm-hmm. English in it, but it wasn't the same like in-depth description of each piece. Oh no, the pieces were all in French, just exclusively. Oui. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my favorite takeaway from the Jules Verne Museum was the um the letter from one of the Apollo crews, um, mm. one of the early Apollo crews, because one of the yeah, Jules Verne stories had hadn't just predicted human space flight, but that like it they would take off from Florida. Um, like they would like he specifically said the Americans will launch into space from Florida. And so an astronaut wrote a letter to like Jules Verne's grandson or something. Yes. Like your grandfather like predicted everything about it. Yeah. Um so that, that one had some English in it. Um, <laughs> but also just as like a space nerd. I, that was that was a, a cool piece in the museum for me. But yeah, a lot of illustrations and going over like the different periods of his um publishing career and that kind of stuff yeah 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 um but it was on the it was like a converted house on the on the river and it was just a really cool architecture I would definitely 
maybe we'll, we'll look up a picture to, to post on or something like that. Um, cause it was raining. So we didn't get any like cool pictures from the outside. It was mostly raining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, we headed back to the apartment. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no. I was going to say like, we, we really hit the ground running as compared to, uh, London. We got a yeah. lot done in True. like just like the first afternoon and not like well, we I will did say two museums right away. There's there's not like a ton of stuff to do. Like sure. Yeah. I think the time that we spent in Nantes was fantastic. Like I loved being there, but I mean, we joked about having walked this street, you know, 50 times. Like, yeah, yeah. Not 50, but we probably walked it like 10 times like, yeah. over a week. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's small, but it's super charming. Yeah. Um, and uh, from there we headed back to the Airbnb. Do you want to talk about the, <laughs> the stairs? Oh my God. Yeah. I do have pictures <laughs> of this. Yeah. So we were very safe, well-reviewed oh, place. Everything was fine. Yeah. It was um, fine. It was clearly an old building and the mm. stairs probably hadn't been renovated since the 19th century. <laughs> like they looked very original. It smelled quite it original. Smelled very original. <laughs> there's like a mouse trap in there too that we passed like at the time. I was like, oh, I wonder if there's anything in there. <laughs> and like the instructions were just vague enough. It was like, yeah, it's the apartment with a welcome sign at the top of the stairs. But like there's three stairs when you get to the top of the stairs. <laughs> yeah. So we tried three different doors and we're like, I hope no one thinks they're like getting broken into or, like, panicking inside because I'm like jiggling the handle like there's no review. <laughs> yeah. Like the what felt like the top wasn't the top. Not the top. Of, yeah. Wasn't there some like random dude who was just like, no, go up that way. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's some like random guy in the elevator who's like or not elevator, the staircase who's yeah. like on the phone. He's just like looking at us like it's it's there. Yeah, <laughs> like that's, that's the one. Thank you. Also, I thought I thought this was hilarious. There's like a little bit of graffiti right before we get to the final staircase of the staircases that said c'est quoi c'est de mob de merde and which means like this building is hilarious just like and it had a little like devil like drawn on oh how charming so good (laughs) yeah but then the airbnb itself was like yeah it was great it had like a loft and a little tiny little kitchen clearly like recently renovated within yeah and 21st century yeah Yeah. but it was like i mean it was like it was cozy cute yeah it was was definitely we loved it yeah once we were inside yeah, so we got all done the first day, and then the next day we had reservations for a wonderful, oh, yes, lunch. Yeah, it's called Le Lion et l'Agneau, which is Lion and the Lamb. Mm-hmm. Um, not really. Had one of those things. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but it, it was. Please tell a, me you didn't eat lion. <laughs> yeah, that was their specialty is lion. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a non thing actually, but uh, yeah. So it's it was a Michelin bib thing, which is like a new thing that I learned about. So it doesn't have a star but it's been recognized by the Michelin like corporation mm-hmm. to be like, this is a really good spot to eat, but it doesn't have like the same like prices that you'd expect from like a Michelin place kind of oh, thing. Interesting. So like, like and every man's local, Michelin. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just didn't do like the review for the star process is like what I understand. I could be yeah, like a little we were off, but make an analogy to like organic, right. Where like some farms might meet the criteria but not pay to get this certification type something deal. like that yeah um, yeah um but yeah it was awesome and it, like artistic plates yeah. and everything like, yeah it was um, really good good vibes it was like cozy but still elevated i don't mm-hmm. know yeah yeah and the all the way stuff was like super nice which they were very nice. <laughs> yeah and uh we went to the chateau that day yeah no, yeah yeah we went there right before yeah yeah, so yeah yeah they had a castle so we started the day there before our reservation um, and that was a great museum. Right. So there's this castle in Nantes that, so Nantes is part of Brittany or Britannia. And so the Duke 
of Britain, which used to be its own state, lived in that castle and, you know, all his descendants, whatever, as did Queen Anne of France, mm. who's a really famous historic figure there. Um, they love her there. They have like statues oh, everywhere, yeah, like yeah. random statues. And you're like, oh, there's Anne, like good for her. <laughs> Like it's a legit castle. It's still got a little moat and some like random goats yep. outside, which some is goats. fun. Yeah. <laughs> some drawbridges, all that good stuff. Um, but inside there's a museum that starts off with the history of the castle and people who live there and like, you know, random stuff, how they warmed the place. And here's where the prisoners were kept. And you can see their, you know, they scrawled their names yep. and stuff into yeah, the, the side of the wall. Yeah. The... That was sick, actually. That was cool. Yeah. What 17th century? Yeah. 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 But then it just like turned into a whole museum of knots. So it was like yeah. recognizable things from Nantes and like, you know, cinema and songs. And this was and... a 21st century renovation. They had, yeah, they yeah, had yeah. started the process in like the nineties and, and right. opened up in like the early OOs. Yeah. It was exhaustive. I would say of the, yeah. of the, of the city. Cause it, you know, it went into both world wars and then kind of like the art scene of Nantes today. It's a really artsy city. Yeah. <laughs> like these random installations yeah. all over. My favorite was the one that looks like it's a building that's just like kind of falling down. Yes. And that was like intentional. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like we were sidebar, we were passing through the square and Rachel like points out this thing, like what is going on <laughs> over there? And it's like the facade of a building and it's like sideways and it's crumbling, like falling into the sidewalk. Yeah. And it yeah. looks dangerous. And then you like get closer and there's like a little plaque that has like the artist's name and like description yes, and you're like, yeah. How? oh, all right. <laughs> it's definitely a university city. Uh, yeah, for sure. And so it had like some hipster art vibes, which was yeah. kind of fun. Like, cause it's, it's, you know, old and really, you know, there's a castle and, and all like these old cathedrals and stuff. So there's plenty of like that side of it. Mm-hmm. And then you'll just get like these student art vibes. Right, for side. sure. <laughs> Can you imagine going to college in a town with that much history i mean it was weird like when we're trying to get from one place to the other and then you're just like oh okay that's the castle again we you know <laughs> yeah and it's like oh yeah that's <laughs> so just like a crazy. whole freaking castle it's yeah. just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like okay well we're not here for that we're, we're gonna go on our way to this bakery that has these little eggs that we want to go. Right. yeah <laughs> yeah like the older minute but that's no so it was um, so like the museum layout for the castle like it would it would it went up basically a castle tower yeah um so you went up several floors and it was recently done within the past couple decades like Aaron was saying like it just it it yes it focused on the the family that built it um and the dukedom itself but it it really covered a lot of history of Nantes to include like it was it was one of the like main hubs for not just French but European like slave oh yeah trade um, so they had what to me seemed like a decent amount of, of representation. I, I learned a lot. I think they said like yeah. it was like 80 to 90% of all slaves that went through Europe went through Nantes. Yes. Which is just like, Insane. yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And they, they That's- like, they really, they included some like drawings and stuff that were, I thought like really good to include. I mean, they were like, they were really just like, it, it was it's horrific stuff to look at but like absolutely like one of the like most interesting pieces in there was like a drawing of a slave ship where they like specifically outlined how each person was laid out in there yeah and so you can see like how insane it was that anyone survived those conditions kind absolutely. of thing like yeah. like that voyage um yeah. so yeah I thought that was I I've I listened to a podcast about not where they were talking about how they're gonna do like a museum dedicated to the slave trade because it was so big there yeah wow. um, but yeah that was that was a good inclusion. I yeah, they did a good job there. Did you listen to a podcast about not because you're going? Yeah, yeah. We ended up doing most of the things that they mentioned. The green line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's this like line. It's literally like a green stripe that's just like painted on the sidewalk, 
And if you follow it, you'll go to like a bunch of like recognizable landmarks and stuff. And that same day we went to the robot island. Yeah. So uh, it's called Lille de Machine. So island of machines. Yeah. But so this is like a, I thought this was ancient, not ancient, but like, you know, like late 20th century. It's definitely 21st century. And I just wanted it to be late. <laughs> uh, anyway, Jules Verne himself. Jules Verne himself designed this beautiful machine. No, so there's some, some artsy dudes who really liked robots. Um, who Artsy engineer types. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely engineer types. They built these um, like motorized animals out of wood. So like the big attraction is elephant that has like it's got like a tractor like underneath it but the whole I I guess sculpture wood sculpture yeah it's like it's a it's a big elephant like people ride on it like you can you can pay to like ride in it because it literally walks around Uh it's like enormous when I when they said it walks I was like oh it does like a little circle like you know maybe 50 meters or something right no it like it like leaves this whole structure and like (laughs) We're like oh well it's walking away so we walked away yeah and then we like it's look not, back and it's not there like yeah. it's gone like it walks a long long way and, and it's not on a track or anything it, no it, it's it a driver is, yeah it is a it, it can move around it's a vehicle yeah. yeah it's head turns it's trunk goes up and down sprays water it's eyes blink and they've got like long eyelashes like it's it's so romantic looking. It's I loved it. And they have they have a similar thing that's a crane that flies. We didn't see it fly, but yeah, we saw yeah, it like yeah, put yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. And then they have a little like it kind of looked like a greenhouse, but it was a bunch of um a bunch of smaller like mechanized animals. We saw like a ba- little ballet dance yeah. thing inside Aww. this like snow globe that was part of their like Christmas festivities, and we had some old wine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was like oh, that, I think that was my favorite part was elephant. I love the elephant. That was yeah, <laughs> was so cute. Um, Did you have to take like a ferry to get out there? There's a bridge. Okay, um, it's yeah. I mean, because uh, it's an island in the river. There used to be tons of islands in the river, and then they built them up. And so now there's like two or three, but yeah, yeah. there we just, we walked. Yeah. And then yeah. used the river used to be bigger too. Um, yeah, true. yeah. So we were like pretty content, even if, you know, cause that was the new year's Eve. So mm-hmm. we were content, even if like things were kind of dead the next couple of days were like, we'd seen a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So we went back, we like recovered for a while and then we were like, all right, we're going to go out for new year's Eve celebrations and stuff. And we did find a cute little bar, like jazz cat club. cafe. Yeah. It, yeah. Le Chanoir, Black Cat. Yeah. Yeah. Black Cat. Yeah. yeah. It was very quirky. I think it was, I think it was pretty hipster. I mean, like, yeah, towards like the, it. like towards closer to midnight, like the bartenders were wearing like sparkly face paint, taking off their shirts. And <laughs> I didn't see this, but Rachel encountered a small hipster looking dance party happening on one of the other floors. In the back room. Yeah. Like, like. Sounds very French. Yeah. <laughs> awkward. Just like a few people dancing around trying to get something started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was funny. Cause like we said, it was raining off and on and like most of the day had been fine. Like mm-hmm. we, we had a pretty clear day and yeah. then it was literally like 11 45 and it started raining. Yeah. Like, okay. So we didn't really see any fireworks. We saw like some in the distance. So we went, we, we had st- pre-staged some Prosecco. Uh, no, no, no. It was champagne. Oh, it was champagne. champagne. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> this was my first champagne ever. I've never had, I've always had like sparkling wine. And I, and I was, oh like, my gosh. <laughs> Wait, you no, gotta say it when you actually can. So we went to the supermarket, you know, yeah. and I was like freaking out about this because Veuve Clicquot is like the really fancy champagne. Like, as we all know, <laughs> you know, it's like a hundred bucks. And there it was like 40 euro in the grocery store. Wow. And I'm like, Rachel, this Veuve is 40, 40 euro. And she's like, well, then let's get it. And I'm like, no, that's too expensive. 
<laughs> got like a bottle of champagne. Um, I forgot that it was actually champagne. It was yeah, literal yeah. champagne. Yeah. yeah, which I know wow. is like, weird. It's not like, like, oh, like crazy, but like, it is kind of, cr- I don't know. No, no, seriously. Yeah. I just always assume that any champagne I'm drinking isn't actually champagne. No, no, that was, that was the stuff. It was pretty nutty too, I remember. It was, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so for actual midnight, we were at that bar, walked back to our apartment where we had already had some champagne and we'd gotten a cake uh we had like a good view because we were at the very top of the building we're like literally at the angle in mm-hmm. the roof um so we could look out and see all the rooftops all the, the rooftops and... see a little bit of fireworks hear some of the church bells and stuff at midnight yeah it was really cool so we're and... just like screaming out into the night yeah anytime yeah, anyone yeah. like hollered like about the new year or something we just you know we did like a call and response kind of yeah. thing. We're just like hey happy new year <laughs> yeah and we popped the, the champagne cork into the rooftops we which was, did yeah it was pretty fun and then if i remember correctly we just started like watching like music videos. Like, I'm pretty sure I watched yeah. Last Friday Night by Katy Perry. And then we just, I don't know why. And then we just started like, just like, just like listening to like old pop songs. And, yep, yep, like, yep. Watching the rain. We're like, yeah, it's yeah, good news. Yeah, we were like trying to find fun music. And then it just turned into like music videos and champagne with that wonderful yeah. cake. Yeah. Yeah. That was, so that was the entrance of 2023. And then mm-hmm. sure enough, the next couple of days, things were much more dead. And that's when we felt like yeah. we've been walking around the street like a lot. Um, <laughs> Doing circles. But we had another really great lunch reservation mm-hmm. um, for multi-course lunch. We looked around. So, oh, we did see a movie. Yeah. And we learned how to tell if it is dubbed <laughs> or sub. Yeah, yeah. So this is, this is, I know, I, I honestly, I think I learned this like in like grade school and just forgot sure, about it. Yeah. But like, you know, America spends like tons of money on the entertainment industry that most countries don't spend nearly that much. So, you know, they're showing a lot of uh, American or at least, you know, like, I think, I guess this one was an Irish main movie, but um, mm-hmm. so like going to the movie theater, we're like, oh, well, it's going to be in French. Like they're going to dub it over and like, well, will, will they? So they have two different versions, which one is called uh, Vost for like the original version with subtitles. And then they have version Francais. And we were like, like, hey, help! Like to the attendant, we're like, what yeah. do we do? Yeah, she's like, oh, English, like pick this one. We're like, great, cool, <laughs> we'll do. So we saw, um, well, we grabbed a Christmas beer because we had to, and yes. then like <laughs> from this back of stand, grabbed more beers to go into the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, so they yeah. The, the movie theater didn't sell beers. We we Surprising. got some Surprising some roadies. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but we saw the Banshees of Inisherin, which is yeah. that new Colin Farrell. Um, and um I can't remember his name. Professor uh Professor Moody. Moody. Yeah, <laughs> um I can't remember his name. Anyway. Oh, Brendan Gleason. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um yeah. that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Those those are the highlights for the next couple of days. Bite site. So um the, some of the multi-course meals were definitely the highlight for the food, right? So like my bite was the weird egg thing that I had at the uh lion yeah. and the lamb. Yeah. That <laughs> <I> was sick. <laughs> um, I don't know what it was, but yeah. it was great. <laughs> I definitely remember. I know I'm not the biggest fan of meringue, but I definitely. Oh, I the, forgot about those. The chestnut the mousse on the meringue. No, the the oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, with the the lime meringue. Chestnut that was good. Mousse. Yeah. yeah. Did you get um, any macarons? I did on hot chocolate. Uh, was it? No, no, it was <laughs> Rachel. The fans hate how you haven't had hot chocolate yet. Okay. So. <laughs> checked your text messages i have but um well that's a spoiler because this is podcast time you have not yet (laughs) you're just gonna casually mention some hot chocolate on here (laughs) oh everyone's waiting 
whenever you had gelato, I got hot chocolate. Oh, that's right. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It you was supposed like, to be spicy, yeah, and spicy. she forgot to put the spice in it, and yeah. I was mad. And she was forgot my good. macaron, but you're like, you're not going to forget the macaron. You I, yeah, I actually, yeah. <laughs> I, I did the polite, oh, I is this supposed to come with a macaron? Yeah. She's like, oh, my, my bad. Like, of course. <laughs> this is why you need to go with someone who speaks the language. Oh, if I didn't speak French, I you know I would not have said it. Damn thing. Like, I, just wanted, I would just be like, oh, yes, I'll. if you want to spit in my face, that's fine. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. I, I, I <laughs> Experience. I'm so scared of like of just like offending people by not speaking their language like English is like the like tourist language like even if you're not like I remember being in Paris I missed my flight from America here um so I had a day in Paris like wow you know horrible um but I you know decided to go see some touristy sites and I was sitting next to the Spanish couple uh who clearly did not speak French like and would talk to the waiter in English you know so I'm like oh this is like a this is which what everybody learns. So then you can all yeah. talk to each other in broken English yeah. and it works out. So <laughs> we all it's like, that's cool. Cause like, that's what we have. But yeah. I, I know I, I'm still like, I don't know. I feel bad expecting people to know English, even though it's so common, know, especially yeah. with young people, like they all learn it in school. So I like, yeah, but I still do. <laughs> yeah. No. And it's, it is very much on the whatever language speaker to like figure out what I'm trying to tell them. Yeah. I really it feels bad. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, so sorry, I can't uh, let this sidebar end before hearing more details of the hot chocolate because I think our listeners are going to be angry. So tell us about this hot chocolate. Yes, it doesn't matter that it wasn't Italian. You can't. We have to hear about some hot chocolate. So was it was it thick or was it like what was it like? You said it was supposed to be spiced. So uh, yeah, so Rachel really wanted gelato, so we go to this little bakery, um, and I'm not going to get anything. I'm just like not feeling gelato which you know is weird but anyway um <laughs> and then I like look down like right as we're about to pay and they have a hot chocolate menu where I swear it was like 15 different like additions and one yes. of them included like chili pepper which is my favorite I love spicy hot chocolate so I'm like wait hold on like another yeah, I, I need I need, a, I need a hot chocolate and it needs to be the spicy one and she's just like oh okay you know fix it and we you know walk away with our goodies and I'm like super stoked and I take a sip it is not spicy at all she did put absolutely zero spice in it. <laughs> but it was still it was still good I mean it kind was milky yeah. it was rich it was it was like it wasn't like the really really thick like almost like pudding consistency um but it was really rich not sweet and I, I that's kind of what I think of like yeah. French hot chocolate is yeah mostly yeah. mostly cocoa powder and milk but yeah got a lot yeah got a lot of cra- uh, classics our very first meal-ish thing oh off the train got, yeah off the train we got <laughs> croissant and uh i got a croque monsieur, croque monsieur yeah. yeah which is um essentially grilled cheese but uh not it's a little it's got ham in it so it's it. you're yeah. you're drunk and you want to make a grilled cheese <laughs> i thought that was a pretty funny way to describe <laughs> yeah. it yeah and you actually put the cheese on the outside yeah yeah, yeah and maybe you like <laughs> drop an egg in there for no reason yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, whatever. uh but yeah i think bite might be the 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 moose for me mm-hmm. um site honestly the cathedrals no i'm gonna go with the the chateau the chateau was pretty cool that's mine yeah i just like looking at moats yeah yeah <laughs> like wow they still have it they have yeah. a <laughs> how uh, cute i yeah. thought it was great <laughs> And we, you could like walk around the walls and stuff like that. Yeah, all the ramparts were open, yeah. so you could go like yeah. peek through all the little hidey holes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then memory was definitely shouting out into the night on <laughs> New Year's Eve into New Year's morning. That was fun. Yeah, my yeah. memory is the no, it's the elephant. I just love the elephant. Yeah, I, I was like. I don't know. I was like giddy. Rachel was like, I'm, I'm glad I'm happy for you, but I was just the like, was really cool. I was yeah. losing my mind about the elephant. 
<laughs> yeah, that um, elephant sounds really cool. <laughs> it is. It is super super neat. Yeah, total buffalo. Yeah, that's um, buffalo. Okay, so we did bite sight memory. Just we didn't yeah. like ease into this very well. So just <laughs> for the listeners, um, we're doing this the same way we did last episode. So we're gonna do bite sight memory to debrief and then high low buffalo. So those were your bite sight memories. <laughs> you want to do high low buffalo? Low. Yeah, the like, rain was not yeah, fun, but that's yeah. kind of, I feel like it's kind of a boring. Oh one. no, that first day of the rain was. It wasn't as bad as our first day in London. No, not nearly. But there was definitely a point. It was the, the umbrella. The umbrella was the low. Was it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For me, because we like made such a point of bringing umbrellas this time. Oh, that's we didn't true. Bring them to London, and then I, I immediately said, nope, not worth it. I'm not even gonna try. But you were like, I'm gonna, you know, I admire it. You were like, I'm gonna, you know, we brought the umbrella. <laughs> I'm gonna try to use it, and it just kept going inside out. My low because I just didn't expect it was for such like, it seemed like such a, like an affluent city. Yes. And I, there were like a lot of beggars, like a, a ton. Yes. And it was I, like France I know has like a, I mean, it's, it's like fairly socialist as far as like government run programs yeah, go. Yeah. Like it's, it, there's like a lot of stuff out there. So yeah. I was surprised by that. Maybe that's why it was so striking. Cause I like, I don't know. I expect yeah. a lot of homelessness in America for some like, Oh yeah. That's like an old thing that we have here. But I was just like, no, I just kind of, I don't know. And we even had a conversation about it because we weren't a stereotype that you and I both had going to Italy. was that we'd get a lot of like street calling. Kind yeah. Of like, we got um, it in France a, though. We got it in France. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Like at nighttime, it's just, you know, I'm just like walking around, just like looking at stuff and the, you know, the Pardon like, yeah, yeah, you just get like groups of guys that are just yeah. like, oh, like bonsoir. And you're yeah. like, bonsoir. And they're like, oh, so you're like, okay, I'm not, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, that's cool. so Buffalo is the, the elephant high. Um, I don't know. There were a lot of good highs in that one. I, I would say, so the castle is, as a site is one thing, but the museum within the castle. I did um, love the museum. Yeah, it was a really good museum. Yeah. And this was a trip of, of several museums, so it means something <laughs> to say that was the best one, yeah. It was just super informative. It really it was, was. Really well yeah. done. Like, yeah. it was, there's so, so much thought put into it, and yeah. you could really tell. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I know that was a very roundabout way of doing it, but um that is the breakdown <laughs> oh, no, nice no. Oh, um no we did yeah we did we did some the thrift stores were better here than they were in napoli for sure or, oh, fun. yeah 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 that's good um okay i have a question since you guys have taken multiple trips together now and i think they you you mentioned you flew a budget airline for this one did you do that for london as well like one of those <laughs> like only a backpack size kind of thing correct yeah um so how has it been packing for your trips like do you feel like you've made any packing mistakes yeah but only honestly I packed I overpacked for here (laughs) oh yeah that's but um here meaning you're on another trip right now right (laughs) yeah (laughs) sorry we're not (laughs) uh not in London I mean I feel like we did really well like I think we got I yeah yeah, I, I wore everything that I brought yeah and I didn't and I brought enough clothes like I mean but we also went for such short stints you know yeah so these were both four-day trips yeah um so we were able in a backpack to bring what we needed I think the the biggest question mark has been the umbrella discussion (laughs) 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 which I I think umbrellas are fake news I I love umbrellas (laughs) they they never actually London would have been great with an umbrella like when you actually need an umbrella it's too windy for it to be useful 
And then there are plenty of times where you need an umbrella and it's not crazy wind. Like there's such a thing as rain without crazy wind. Yeah. I think as far as packing goes, because we, we haven't been on extended trips, we've been able to fit yeah. into. And the climates were like yeah. the same. We had to buy a plug and an adapter. <laughs> that was, that was like calculated when we were going to have to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rachel's definitely seen all of the outfits that I have in Italy. <laughs> She's seen all of them multiple times. Like <laughs> there's no surprises. <laughs> That's oh, fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've been we've actually done a decent job. And I thought it was going to be more difficult to pack just a backpack than it actually was. Yeah, it's, if you're like, well, I got to sacrifice things, then you do, man. It's fine. London was a little colder and like stuff like that, but honestly, between the places we've been, the weather hasn't been like remarkably different. No, it's, it's just been cold like, and rainy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the Atlantic seaboard. You're like, yeah. Ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So even though we're changing some latitudes, still like within a realm of reason. So it's yeah, like, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah. We've been, we've we've had good luck so far. Knock on wood. Uh, I would like to give a recommendation to anyone who's looking to do budget traveling around Europe. Uh, Vol- Volotea is the Spanish one, and it's, it's the superior one. I have a strong opinion about this. They're they are all kind of the same. Yeah. <laughs> But they, they seem to be the most timely and like reliable. Yeah. And my I think experience. Ryanair is the only one I've flown. So I don't really remember the names of all of them off the top of my head. I haven't been on Ryanair yet. Because uh, we my, did EasyJet. I, I don't like EasyJet. over two here. Yeah. EasyJet was Easy, delayed both Easy times. EasyJet sucks. Oh yeah. my God. I'm not a fan. Um, but Volatea took off on time both times. So I mean, I you know, I say like EasyJet sucks, like screw them. But if I, you know, can find a cheap flight somewhere I want to go on EasyJet, like, yeah. I'm going to take it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. I flew from um, Scotland to Ireland or well, both, I guess, but I think this one was from Ireland to Scotland on Ryanair and it was a 50 minute flight, like five zero. And we, from takeoff to landing, it was 25 minutes in the end. I was like, is this okay? <laughs> like, I get the flights normally land early, but like half the time when we were talking about under an hour, she was like, not okay. Yeah. yeah. It was great. I was like, what did we do? <laughs> <laughs> a it ripple didn't matter. I, I've, yeah. <laughs> It was crazy. I was like, wow, I can deal with flights if they're like this, just up and down, no time at all. But yeah, no, Erin has been a wonderful travel companion. Um, No no spreadsheets, but she's a very good planner. Um, So I feel like I've just been kind of- Oh, we can get into spreadsheets if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And yeah, no, London was cool because we were able to meet up with some friends. That was neat, yeah. Nantes was cool um, because we had more activities, I would say. It was so charming. I was, really was. That's the word for it. Charming. Yeah, it's just, it is a, it's a little treasure. Yeah. I loved it. On Christmas Day, getting beers with one of the friends, The we were like, oh, where, where have you guys been in Europe? And they're like, oh, uh, well, we went to Nantes. We're like, no way. Like, we're about to go there. Um, and they were like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like, why'd you go? <laughs> Um, but they had a, a very similar sentiments about it. Like it was just this charming, mm-hmm. like just big enough city. Cool. Yep. Do you want to preview any other trips you have coming up? Or I think we alluded to the fact that you're on a trip right now, but probably didn't say where it is. So do you want to say anything um, about that? <laughs> you're in Italy, but we're up North, um, skiing, mm-hmm. um, and spoiler alert, finally got that hot chocolate. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. all of you listeners i okay i actually followers can you know <laughs> you don't have to be mean you're the one who hasn't has had ample opportunity it's been months <laughs> Am- okay ample um, opportunity okay 
<laughs> okay. Well, since we're talking about it now, we'll just go ahead and like include that in this episode, obviously, but I'm seeing, I'm watching the video now and yeah, that's pretty thick. Okay. At first from the picture, it didn't look as thick, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much as thick it's as like I melted chocolate with maybe it's crazy. <laughs> it is, especially by the time you get to the bottom, it's pudding. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's wild. I, what, what isn't it? Cause like if it was just melted chocolate and milk, wouldn't that be more like a ganache? That's like, what is in that? <laughs> um, I did not see the making process. It was already, it was already made by the time. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some kind of like slight, like gelatinous kind of. Yeah, thing. exactly. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Well, uh, we'll get to post a picture of that. Well, I think that's about it then for this episode. We'll get back to a somewhat normal more structure and get back to the other segments and stuff in the future. But for now, uh, pretty jam-packed with the travel stuff. So, um, Aaron, I think people are probably, I will speak for myself. I definitely am curious about that, um, podcast episode you mentioned about not, cause I feel like this is oh. so much focus on that. So do you want to shout that? Or was that good enough that you would recommend listening to it? There's this podcast that has two women who, who host it. Uh, one of them is French. One of them is uh, an American married to a French man. And the French woman has like walking tours of a bunch of uh, cities in France. That's like, that's like her, like, you know, that's her thing. That's her job. The podcast is called join us in France travel podcast. And they have pretty much every city on there or just regions. And then, you know, they have stuff about like, oh, if you're going to an open air market, or if you're looking for free museums in Paris, you know, they have like you know, broad ones about cities and then really like specified ones. And they do a, they do a really good job of yeah. like, of tips for foreign travelers, particularly let's, you know, it's geared towards, but like it had a, like a good round, you know, history yeah. of not for like the specific not episode. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if you're doing travels in France, I thought it was fantastic. Like mm-hmm. really, really good. Even just like, you know, people in school learn that like to say like, salut is like, hi, but like, I learned from the podcast that that's like what kids say. Apparently that's not like a thing that you like would greet someone in a shop. And I totally would have done that without like the podcast. And I have like, you know, I've been speaking French for most of my life. So I, I just thought that was like, you know, yeah. wow. that was really cool that I learned something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for shouting that out. We'll include like a screenshot of it um, in the post for the episode. So people can look it up. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for um, telling us all about that trip. It was, makes me kind of want to go. It definitely makes me want to go to France and eat some food and have some chocolate in Italy now, I guess, but it's been an honor to be here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us, Erin. It was great to have you. Hopefully you'll be interested in joining maybe for some other travel debriefs in the future. (laughs) I'm sure we'll have more trips. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, bye. Bye. Am I allowed to curse on you? Yeah, she'll bleep it or okay. Or not. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's fine. What about like a foreign language? Well, whatever. Anyway.